1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective
0: 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision Do you ever hear or do you occasionally use the expression I told you so or we tried to warn you? Well there are a lot of issues that are coming to light right now that are shedding new light on things that were controversial of recent times and now the chickens have come home to roost and there are some challenging things that we're now aware with 2020 hindsight that when we say I told you so or we tried to warn you, perhaps there is some truth to it. Well, Bill Muhlenberg has been reflecting on a number of issues around the thought we tried to warn you and writing about it this past week and he's back with us today. Hey, Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, I imagine when you use the line, we tried to warn you, or uh, I told you so, the way you wield that terminology, it could sound like it's a weapon, could sound judgmental even. How do you think uh, when you reflect on the fact that things have come to light now, that we were talking about then, and they have very bad consequences?
1: Yeah, well, it's, uh, I mean, obviously here we're going to talk about culture wars and the sexual revolution, even the heavy-handed fallout from COVID and lockdowns and how many made alarms, many warned, sounded the old trumpet and tried to wake people up, but you get, well, started off practically, I guess. Uh, You know, a story we probably shared before, you're looking over your fence, as I'm now doing. You see the next door neighbor child playing ball and the ball goes on the street and the child runs out to get the ball. And you can also see a bit further down a big truck speeding along uh you know somebody's got to do something somebody's got to sound the alarm i'd probably stop this interview right now run out the door uh shout at the top of my lungs quick get out get out get off the road uh you know people might think i'm a bit of a madman or uh you know what's he going on about but if i ended up saving the neighbor's child's life i think a lot of people would say wow uh Thank you for doing that. Not only that, if I had said, well, I actually saw the whole thing, but I thought, you know, who am I to, you know, it's none of my business, or I didn't want to appear to be a busybody, so I didn't do anything. You'd be uh, quite cross with me if it was your daughter who maybe got hit, and uh, you might even say, I'm… Uh, negligent, criminally responsible to some extent. So we can say in practical, everyday terms, uh, warnings are important, especially if there's real danger, and especially if most people don't see the danger. Sure, the one sounding the alarm might seem like a mad hatter and, uh, you know, tell this guy to cool down. He's, he's you know, let's just get along and relax. So, we can see it in the real world on a daily basis, and we probably should start seeing it on, uh, you know, the bigger ticket items as well. I think we have had
0: conversations before, Bill, about mm. whether you'd call yourself a prophet. Mm. Uh, because that's a pretty risky thing because prophets, uh, you know, were inclined to be stoned if they got something wrong and (laughs) uh, they faced all sorts of things, uh, even losing their heads. So uh, there's challenges with that word, the prophet, uh, but we are all, in some sense, aren't we, a a bit of a watchman on the wall and some especially gifted for that. And I think you put yourself in that category, a watchman that does cry out a warning when you see something that looks like it could be a danger.
1: Yeah, that's it. We can quibble on words and yeah, I'll often, you know, maybe say a prophetic type ministry or something. You know, I'm, you know, aware that the canon is closed, right? I'm not inerrant or inspired, so I have to be careful. None of us are. But we can have a prophetic type ministry, as you say, Watchman on the Wall, Uh, Moses prayed in Book of Numbers, I believe. I wish that all God's people were prophets. So again, even though we may not have that inspired inerrant word of God for today, as the Bible is complete, we can have God's, uh, well, we can share God's principles, God's truths, both to other believers, to the public at large, and, you know, if we can see danger on the horizon, which maybe others can't, well, it's the same thing if I see that truck barreling down the road, if I see how, say, legalizing homosexual marriage is going to pan out, having, you know, been involved in that kind of stuff for many decades, well, we have an obligation a responsibility to sound the alarm, to start warning, even if the majority do not get it or don't want to hear it. In fact, speaking of prophets, if you look at the call of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, simply look at the opening chapters of each, uh, right? And the book, uh, God calls them, tells them, this is what I want you to do. And every time God says, oh, by the way, the people are not going to listen to you. They're hard-hearted people. Their ears are closed. They won't like what you have to say, uh, but go and do it anyway. It's not exactly a very uh, inviting uh, job description, uh, right? Imagine today you get a new pastor and you say, Lord, bless this guy. Give him a big church with happy people and well-received and let it all go well and uh, well, that's not quite what God told the prophets. He said ahead of time, you're going to be up against it. You're going to get a lot of rejection, a lot of enmity. So I think in a sense, Christians today, same thing. Where if we speak truth, especially in a increasingly hostile anti-Christian culture, it's going to be costly. It's going to hurt, and we're going to get rejected. So, yeah, we can all use a bit of a prophetic ministry in that sense. It takes courage to sound a warning,
0: uh, to be that prophetic voice, and as you say, there's the warning that even comes, uh, that if you speak up, look out, you will be rejected. Uh, You might be hated because of the sorts of things Mm. you might warn about because you're warning according to a godliness a biblical truth and if there's something that is worth living for in some ways the person who's sounding that warning says well this if it's worth living for it might be worth dying for so that's where the courage comes from no doubt
1: yeah well if you again have concern for your next door neighbor Uh, You know, on good terms with them, you know, aware of the little, again, making this up, aware of the five-year-old daughter. Maybe you've done a bit of babysitting over the years and, uh, you know, that's, well, you might need courage to run on a street and wave your hands in front of a truck that's racing down. But it's it's more you care, right? You have love for your neighbor. You have love for that five-year-old girl and your neighbor's the mom and the dad. Uh, So you don't really think in terms of courage. You think of doing what's right, what's loving. And what's loving to do will often be risky, will often have a, you'll have to pay a price. But isn't that just the Christian calling, right? We're called to love our neighbor. And that means, among other things, warning them. Um, Right, my uh, wife is still in hospital. A doctor, if he's going to do his business, he'll have to say, look, here's, there's some new things developing. We have to take some radical steps, surgery, whatever. If he didn't make that warning and tell the truth about her or anybody else's condition, again, the doctor would be negligent. The people would say, what kind of lousy doctor is this? He didn't warn me. He didn't tell me. He didn't you know, let me know ahead of time that this is the danger that we face. So same here. It's the loving thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It may cost, but, well... Uh, We don't count the cost uh, because, you know, we weigh up how how much abuse do I get or how little. We uh, simply believe that Jesus paid the whole price for us. He went all the way to the cross for us. And, well, we're called to return the favor, if you will.
0: Bill, if you appreciate that when people are well, they do one thing. Uh, When they are sick, there are symptoms. And if you were putting two and two together and saying things like, you know, you mentioned it, uh, the marriage debate uh, went the way Christians didn't want it to go, Australians voted yes. Uh, So there's all of those issues, uh, the issues that happened during COVID, uh, the warnings that were sounded, no, don't go down that path of all of those mandates. They'll have consequences. Well, we're seeing symptoms now. So we've gone from a sort of a healthiness to sickness, Mm. and there are symptoms Mm. that we see, and even someone might say even symptoms of a a dreadful joke that was delivered in the Channel 10 program called The Project uh, just Mm. the other night. Uh, What are your thoughts, even for, you know, if you take up that particular joke, and I'm not even likely to want to even say what the joke was. It was so offensive even blasphemous, but uh, but these sorts of things, they're symptoms, aren't they, of a
1: sickness? Yeah, Yeah. well, two things. One, the general point, uh, as you say, we can see now the symptoms, we even have experts say on whatever, COVID, lockdowns, masks, mandates, the whole bit. I mean, you know, kind of mainstream medical bodies, uh, mainstream media, it's all saying, oops, we made mistakes here, the lockdowns were bad, the masks were bad, the uh, mandatory vaccines, you know, much of it was actually counterproductive. So, again, now we are looking back. It's after the fact. Uh, a lot of us wish, you know, we should have paid attention beforehand, right, save all the negative consequences that followed. And the same here. Yeah, the the atrocious uh, joke, if it will, uh, if you call it that, if that was told on the Project Channel 10, uh horrible, but again, we we were predicting, right, whether it was the homosexual marriage or the whole sexual revolution. Decades ago, we were saying this is where all this is headed. If we legalize all this stuff, condone this stuff, celebrate this stuff, guess what? They're not going to – activists aren't going to be happy and say, oh, that's fine. You've given us what we want. We'll go to sleep now. We know they'll demand more. They'll want more of everything. So we see more and more Christians thrown in jail, being fired from their jobs, losing employment, losing uh, their benefits. Simply, you know, we're saying the wrong pronoun, for heaven's sakes. We warned about this 10, 15, 20 years ago. Nobody listened. So it's the same with. Offensive, blasphemous uh, humor on, uh, you know, mainstream television shows, for heaven's sakes. You could see that coming a mile away, right? And by the way, it was a very offensive joke about Jesus. Uh, would they have done a similar joke about Muhammad? Uh, we all know the answer to that, right? Uh, I'm not aware of any Christians who may have gone to Channel 10 studios and maybe silently and peacefully protested outside, but i can pretty well put money if it had been muhammad that was uh, or allah that was uh, mocked and vilified like that that they did to christ um well right you can have People trying to burn down the Channel 10 studios. That's entirely possible. Uh, Political Islam, especially, they tend to take their faith seriously. And if they feel they're being insulted, their religion, they will take steps. So, again, all this we've been sounding the alarm about for so long. It's not just pagans. It's Christians, right? Most Christians didn't seem to get it back, say, with the marriage debate. They didn't know what was happening. The activists said nothing will change. The Christians thought, okay, that sounds good to me. And, of course, everything has changed, just as we warned, some of us warned, everything has changed. It's going to get worse and worse, and it's much harder now to put the genie back in the bottle. So, yeah, it's it's the old broken record. We did kind of try to tell you so, but sadly, very few listened. And as Christians, we
0: do take the peaceful means. We reject the burning down of the enemy's house. Uh, Those are the sorts of things we reject uh, because there are all sorts of levers. And even though those protests might be peaceful, Uh, they do need to still be heard as a protest when those sorts of things come. And Bill, no doubt there'll be lots more warnings coming from the watchman on the wall because there are all sorts of things that are developing and that are growing all the time. So an important conversation today as we talk about these things you've been writing about in an article called We Tried to Warn You, Uh, not to speak in some ways smugly or with condemnation, but in a way to say, It does take courage to speak up when you see that things are wrong and you want to present biblical truth. I'll point you to BillMuhlenberg.com for Bill's latest articles or the way you can get to We Tried to Warn You, just simply Google Culture Watch one word. Bill, thanks so much for a great update today on 2020. Always a pleasure.